It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. Sitka health officials announced a new COVID-19 case in Sitka Monday. The man is in his 40s and was tested on July 30th. At the time, he did not have symptoms. He is currently isolating, according to a city press release, and state health officials will notify and isolate people who may have been in contact with him, quote, as appropriate. He is a 24th Sitka resident diagnosed with COVID-19. Twelve non-residents have also tested positive. According to the city, only three local cases are currently active. The state has seen new highs in the last week, hitting over 4,000 total cases Monday. Most of those cases remain active. The uptick is leading a few communities to hunker down again and the state to adopt more stringent health mandates. At the city's Unified Command meeting last week, City Administrator John Leach discussed Governor Mike Dunleavy's recent announcement that, beginning on August 11th, all non-residents coming to Alaska must arrive with proof of a negative COVID-19 test taken within 72 hours of departure. And he noted another change. Non-residents will no longer be able to get COVID-19 tests at Alaska's airports. I think that is mainly to address the, uh, uh, well, one, the safety of the community, uh, trying to make sure people coming in had the test, but also we had uh, a lot of delays in, uh, in the receiving the test results, um, and they were running out of supplies. Um, so now being able to focus on the Alaska residents with the Alaska resources, that should help um, relieve that a little bit. As far as in-state cases, public health nurse Denise Ewing said the capacity for contact tracing in Alaska has improved. The state of Alaska has uh, board, onboarded 57 surge contact tracers from the National Guard, UAA, and school nurses. We have doubled our nursing tracing capacity from February. Still, the rise in cases exceeds our rise in workforce. Administrator Leach said the city would receive 10,000 masks from the state, fewer than they had initially requested due to high demand from other cities in the state. 8,000 of those masks are designated for the public, and 2,000 will go to the Sitka School District. Sitka businesses and nonprofits can now apply for federal CARES Act funding through the city. The city has set aside $5 million in coronavirus relief funding for businesses and nonprofit grants. Applications for the grants went live over the weekend. How much a business qualifies for depends on its previous annual revenue. Even though there's only one application, there are separate sets of questions for businesses and nonprofits. The funding comes with some restrictions. National chain businesses, public corporations, and marijuana businesses do not qualify for the grants, nor does any business currently involved in bankruptcy proceedings. Businesses must have a permanent presence in Sitka with at least one local employee. Grant applications are due to the city by the end of the month. You can find a link to the application and more information on our website, kcaw.org. The Traveling Breast Cancer Screening Unit that serves Southeast Alaska won't be visiting small communities this year due to COVID-19. For some communities, that means some women won't receive their annual breast exam. KHNS's Claire Strimple reports. The whole point of the Breast Cancer Detection Center's mobile unit is to give health care access to rural women who are unlikely to travel for preventative care. So CEO Odette Butler says the decision to suspend service to Southeast for the rest of the year was hard. Last year, she had over 600 screenings scheduled. We looked at every possibility, every possible way we could try to make this happen. Butler says there are too many risks associated with travel during the pandemic. Her workers could be exposed during travel, especially when they have to take planes and barges rather than sticking to the road system. 
then there's the risk that they may expose remote communities. We just see COVID as such a risk right now with there not being a vaccine or treatments really iffy. And with the population of women, if you look at our demographic, um, age 35, if they have previous history, or 40 and above, that's a demographic that's already at risk for COVID. So um, it, it was a hard decision. We hated making it, but um, we feel like it was the right thing to do. The Traveling Mammography Unit was scheduled to visit 10 communities in the region this year, including several that didn't get service last year due to the mammography unit's generator failing. That means some women in Haines, Skagway, Huna, and Metlakatla will go at least two years without a local option for breast cancer screening. Butler said the point of the unit is to keep women from having to travel for care. But... But definitely, if there's a woman out there who has um, a lump or issues in that way, of course they should make sure that they get that looked at, because I'd hate to see that go for, for two years. Healthcare professionals are urging women to get checked elsewhere if they can. We, we certainly recommend that people don't put off their screening. Pam Sloper is the case manager for the Breast and Cervical Health Program at Search's Haines Health Clinic. She says women who need screening and are comfortable with the risks of travel during the pandemic should consider it. And so there may be women out there who are past due, and certainly for them or people who are high risk, um, you know, meaning if you have um, first-degree relatives, which is a mother, sister, or daughter with breast cancer, or, or you had some previous problems, um, those kind of people should certainly think about traveling to have it done. Sloper said Search has travel assistance funds available for women who have financial need and for enrolled tribal beneficiaries. There are a range of recommendations for breast cancer screenings, depending on each patient's medical and family history. The Mayo Clinic recommends all women over 40 be screened annually. Reporting in Haines, I'm Claire Strimple. There's going to be an Alaska cruise season after all, but it's a far cry from the 1.4 million passengers that were expected before the pandemic hit. Over the weekend, the Wilderness Adventurer, a 60-passenger boat, left Juneau on a week-long trip. There will be four more trips just like it this summer. After that, the next sailing of any kind on the books isn't until 2021. For one company, it's a test run of what tourism in southeast Alaska could be in the future. KTOO's Jennifer Pemberton spoke with the CEO of UnCruise just before the ship set sail on Saturday. It's not just a little bit ironic that the lone company doing ship-based trips from Juneau this year is called UnCruise. Back in April, when the first cruise ship of the season should have arrived in Juneau, the season had been pushed back till at least July, but hundreds of thousands of passengers still had tickets for those trips. But there was so much up in the air for a small company like UnCruise back then that CEO Dan Blanchard didn't even want to talk about the season. But over the past three months, he came up with a plan. And now UnCruise's ship, the Wilderness Adventurer, is the only one sailing this year at all. Five round-trip cruises starting and ending in Juneau. The first one is set to leave tomorrow. And how do you feel about, about tomorrow? Do you have anxiety about this trip? Of course. I always feel a little anxious the, the date the first boat goes out, whether it's in April or on, on August 1st. And, you know, back when there were four or five other small ship companies that were going to be here locking arms with us, it was a little easier. But now as we're the only one and you're, on, you're in the spotlight, that kind of builds its own anxiety. 
Blanchard is wearing an uncruise branded face mask, just like all of the passengers will be issued. There's plenty of mitigation in place. Each trip this summer will have only 37 guests. That's more than a 40% reduction from normal. And all passengers have to get tested for COVID-19 before they come to Alaska. And they've been asked to book their flights for the same day that the ship leaves. There will be temperature checks for everyone on the boat every day. There's no more buffets. And most of the meals this summer will be boxed up to go rather than served in a dining room. Uncruise has always done things differently from other cruise lines. They're high-end, with customers who want trips focused on adventure and wilderness. Passengers get off the boat to go birding or watch bears eating salmon or go sea kayaking in front of a glacier. Our whole thing is be safe by not only good COVID practices, but get out in the wilderness in small groups and socially distance in small groups. So to do that, we brought on extra expedition staff, even though our numbers are greatly reduced. Uncruise isn't the only small ship operator in Alaska. There were others trying to pull off what Blanchard's doing this summer. But ultimately, the city assemblies of port communities in southeast Alaska just couldn't get on the same page about what they would or could require of small ship cruises. And so Uncruise decided its trips would only dock in Juneau and make other stops in uninhabited places. In those early assembly meetings, the community was very concerned about boat goes out, it visits four or five small towns and then comes back and what's the potential there? And so we were, we saw that writing on the wall and realized, well, you're, you're talking about what we are. Yeah. In other words, Uncruise with its flexible itinerary is built for social distancing. And it wasn't hard to find customers. Lots of Uncruise passengers still wanted to do their Alaska dream vacations this summer. Blanchard says he only had to issue refunds to 13% of his customers this year. The rest are either booked on these five trips or took vouchers for 2021. Back in April, Blanchard, like everyone else, wasn't looking very far into the future. But now he's starting to make plans, not just for the rest of the season and not just for 2021, but also for like the future future, a future where he knows the tourism industry will have been transformed by this pandemic. If I were reading the writing on my crystal ball, I would say that there's going to be more demand for small vessels like ours under 100 passengers than less. But for now, it's still one day at a time. Juno's only sunny spell of the summer is about to come to an end. It's going to rain hard tonight. <laughs> at least the few hundred cruise ship passengers that do come this year will get to experience Juno's infamous weather. Reporting in Juno, I'm Jennifer Pemberton. Taking a look at the community calendar, Sitka Farmers Market produce can be ordered from 5 p.m. Tuesdays through 8 p.m. Thursdays on the Salt and Soil Marketplace website. Pickup is 10 a.m. to noon Saturdays through September at St. Peter's Fellowship Farm. Details are also on the Salt and Soil Marketplace website. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News. <laughs>